after that, we're right, uh, we're starting with the Chazor, the review of Daf Memdala, today's Memei. Okay, and... Uh, continue, what's the yes. tomorrow and Shabbos? Okay, so let's uh, get that sa- uh, settled. So, tomorrow, there's, here's the rule. Whenever there is only one Yontif, whenever there's only one Mincha, it's an hour before Mincha. Okay. When there's two Minchas, it's right after the first Mincha. Okay. That's the two rules. So accordingly, according, right. So therefore, on Shabbos, I'm not sure what they're doing this the Shabbos, if they're going to have two minchas or not. But right now, as far as I know, the schedule there's only one mincha on Friday, so they were definitely going to do it before the min, an hour before that mincha. And um, as far as the as far as Shabbos, I don't know the Shabbos schedule yet. So if there is going to be two minyanim, then we'll do it after the first min, mincha, and if not, which amazes to me, I don't know if I can get over it. First time in my life I've seen a shul with no nigga sachak. Oh, they do that usually. Seventy-five years of life, yeah, a shul no nigga sachak. They do usually do it. They do. It says not. It says go home. It says you go home. That's what it says. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. All right. Let's. Okay, <laughs> all right. Go for the Yosaha. We usually go to the country. Uh, go to Hamish. Uh, it's not being the Yosaha. Okay, okay. Okay, good. 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 Okay, 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 so let's get started. The, the, we're starting our review from the Mishnah. Four brothers. Mishnah, the bottom of the page. I'm Gimla Midbeis. We have a mind of Fushlemet, all who need it. And uh, we'll get right to, uh, right to today's daf. Um, so we're talking about four brothers married to four wives, and they all die. So the uh, uh, oldest brother who's still alive is not from the four. So he has the rights to marry all four and do yibum to all four. He doesn't have to share to any of the other brothers and give the you know give them a chance to marry to do the mitzvah. He has the, he is the gadol. Is no there's nothing withholding him from doing that. Um, somebody's married to two wives and he dies. So the mitzvah of yibum is only to one, or chalitza is only to one, and that works for the it's poteres that sarasa it frees up everybody. So there is no mitzvah for more than just that one. If uh, one of the two wives happens to be already uh, prohibited to marry a coin, so and the other one not, so the halacha is, is that if he's going to do chalitza, let him do chalitza to the one that's already unfit to a coin. But if he's doing yibam, then there is no such requirement. He can marry the one who he wants. The idea being, you want to save the one who's available or just minimize the one, um, somebody, it's the, the people who are going to be prohibited to Kahanim, the least possible. So this way, a coin should be able to get married. Okay. Now, um, obviously, it doesn't mean four brothers altogether. It's four of the brothers. That's what the Gemara explains. Why is it, say, do we let such a person do something like that? Isn't it true that the Bryson brings down that the, when it says, it's the Zikinim themselves that talk to him, and they speak to him. And what do they speak to him? They give him good advice before doing Yibum or not. They talk to him and see, is this a good Eitzah for him to do Yibum or not? Meaning, what if she's much older and he's younger? Well, it's not going to work out. 
What if he's older and she's younger? It's also not going to work out. You need to be on the same stage, same plane, that you both have the same interests. And that's, uh, and otherwise it's just going to be discord in the house. So therefore, um, why wouldn't they give advice, bad advice to marry four wives? So the answer is, we're not talking, the reason why it's bad advice is because it's expensive. Uh, but we're talking about somebody who has the means to, man, to manage. So why does it stop at four, say ten? What's the problem? The answer is, is that there's also advice here that the maximum amount of wives, even if he's very wealthy, should be only four, because then the owner is going to be once a month, and that's maintaining a certain amount of owner at least, and that's why. Now, somebody who's, permi- who's married to two women, the mitzvah is only to do even to one. Why not to, to both? If, if I could do even to the whole, to everybody, the answer is, there's only one building of a, a, one, a single house. Each wife is like a house. That's the idea. So the Gemara says that's good for Bia, for Yibam. What about Chalitza? Chalitza also says a similar thing. It says, Beis Chalitza now, only Beis Achudu Chalitz, and not Shnei Batim. Why not do Yibam to one and Chalitza to the other? Pasuk says, no, that if lo then you then you do chalitza. If he doesn't want to do yibum, so you see that every time you do chalitza, it's because you have the option of doing yibum. If you did yibum to one, and then the other, and we're not allowed to do yibum to the other one, so you don't do chalitza because that means that I wasn't supposed to do yibum to her. So um, and that's one shot. And second of all, it's bad to have a house that's partially built, partially not built. So what? What's so bad about that? What are people going to say? What's the matter? If he does Yibam first and then Chalitza, you're right. But if he does Chalitza first and then Yibam, that can be a problem. Why? Because then he's already given Shaloi Bono, There's a lot of actually. If you do Chalitza, then you're not allowed to do Yibam anymore. Okay. Um, the other one's Eish Asachiv, no? It doesn't, no, doesn't refer to Eish Asachiv. Interestingly no. enough, no. Hmm. Um, um, so then the Gemara says, um, maybe uh, when, when, when there's only one wife, then there's a mitzvah because it says base. It says base achiv, right? So So maybe it's only when there is one wife. But if he has two wives, then maybe there's no mitzvah yibum altogether. So the Gemara says, if that was the case, then why do you need a mitzvah, a, a din of Tzoros Erva that doesn't fall to Yibam? Any two wives doesn't fall to Yibam. The answer is, is that we do need a pasuk for Tzoros Erva, because Tzoros Erva, since the Erva is as if, you know, not no option of Yibam there, so maybe we consider it that the other wife is the only option. And therefore, it's as if he has only one wife to do Yibam to. And maybe you should do Yibam, Kamashmulan, that you don't do Yibam either. So the Gemara says, but the, the Chidush is, um, uh, that uh, it, it, how do you know that even when there's multiple wives? Because the pasuk has a ribu akra. It says yivimto yivimto to ribu akra. Now, what if one wife is kosher, the other one not? So then, if you could do chalitza, do it to the one who's anyway forbidden to marry a kohen. She's a divorcee from a different marriage. So just do that, uh, do it to her, uh, so as not to ruin the other one's ability to marry a kohen. 
Now, and this is based on uh, Rav Yosef's principle that uh, Rebbe's teaching here, don't pour out your well water when others might need it. So even though to you, you have no use for it, but it's something that's useful to somebody else. Right, so try, try and help, try and, uh, try and uh, share. Okay, and that's the, that brings us to the next Mishnah. So, um, somebody who takes back his divorcee after she marries somebody else, or somebody who marries his chalutza, somebody who marries the relative of his chalutza. Not, not only is that a forbidden union, not allowed to be married to that person, but Vavlad Mamzer, the child will be a Mamzer from such an offspring. That's according to Rabbi Kiva. Come and say the Vlad is, only, is not going to be a Mamzer in these cases. But if somebody marries the relative of his divorcee, like his, his, his ex wife's sister or ex wife's mother, that flood will be a mamza, the child will be a mamza, that they do agree. So, question is this, how can Rabbi Kiva hold that if you marry the, the relative of the chalutza, that the vlad is a mamza? The iser of the relatives of the chalutza is only midrabanan, as Rish Lakish explained, that Rebbe's teaching here, that the chos gerusha is midrabay Torah, but a chos chalutza is midrabay sofram. It's only rabbanan, rabbinic, because we look at a chalutza similar to a gerusha, and they said it's so similar, so therefore we treat it as if you know, you are married to her. But really, it's not Minatora. So why would it make Mamzerim? Right. So the Gemara first answer was that we're going to switch the text. It doesn't mean Krovas Chalutzaso, it means Krovas Grushaso. And that fits actually quite nicely because it says in the Sefer that they agree that when you marry the Krovas Grushaso, that the Vlad's a Mamzer. What do you mean you agree? He didn't talk about that. There's no discussion on that topic. So, uh, unless you say that he was talking about it, they disagree with the other dinam, but that didn't they didn't ask him to. Um, um, so the Gemara says, what are you going to want to say that just trying to tell you that there's a mamza from Chavik Karis? That we know that already later on. You, yeah, because uh, what is the mamza? It's a share boss or shell according to Rabbi Kiva. And Jimonati Mani says, as long as you're Chavik Karis, that's the level. To be, to be, to the child will be a mom. So, and we pass him like Shemanatim money. So maybe we would just want to have a stam mission like Shemanatim money. So if that's true, then why single out this specific case of Kroos Kroshoso? Talk about any case of Chayv Kroshoso. So it must be that Kroos Kroshoso was actually what was being discussed. So the Gemara says, not necessarily. Maybe really he wasn't talking about Kroos Kroshoso. But the Tana was talking about Maxi Kroshoso. Talking about Nosa Chalutzaso, Krovis Chalutzaso. So we, so they said we those cases not, but the Krovis Kushaso, which is close to that, is we are masculine. So um, bottom line is uh, what is so the Gemara says you know what it could be that really Rabbi Kiva holds Krovis Chalutzaso is actually Asur Min HaTorah, and is therefore going to be a din uh, make a mamzer, uh, and that's because Rabbi Chiyav explained the name of Rabbi The logic of Rabbi Kiva is the pasuk says base chalutza now. The fact that you you have a, you have a did chalitza that she's considered in a sense your bias, your wife that you that you did chalitza to because it's bias. That's what a beso It's a reference to the idea. Issue beso beso refers to a wife, and therefore we we logically give a status of of a chalutza as a wife, former wife. And therefore, um, and therefore, her relatives are also to you min haTorah, and it's only a love. But that's according to Rabbi Kiva. That's all you need for um, for Mamzerim, right? 
So Rav Yosef, um, well, actually, no. That I mean, he holds it, it might, might be the same level as a grusha, but uh, uh, but anyway, that's the story. Um, next we saw is Rav Yosef and the Rav Shimba Rebbe. Everybody agrees that by Matzah Rishoso after she marries that the Vlad is not, although they don't agree it's a Mamzer, but it's definitely Pogam Lekuna. So who's that everybody agrees? Who's the everybody here? So it's Shimon Atimani. Why Shimon Atimani says that uh, it's a Mamzer only Mechai Vilav and only Mechai Vikrisos and this is only a Lav, Matzah Rishoso, Mishinizis. But uh, he's masking that it'll be a pogum lekuna, not a, let that offspring, the daughter. Let's say it's a daughter; she will not be allowed to marry a kain. How come? Because it's a kavuchomer from almana, almana to a kain gadol, which is not in the surah because after all, the iser is very limited to only a kohen gadol, and yet the child's pogum lekuna, not allowed to marry any kohen. So surely over here, which is Shavavakol, every Kayan Levi Yisrael has that din of Isser of Matsugrushas or Mishinesis. So the child should definitely be Pakam Lakuna. So Gemara says there's still a fundamental difference. And it's not a good Kalvachomer because Amana, she herself becomes Mishalelis. And number one question. Number two question is that it says, by Max Grishas mission, he says, He toeva is not coming to exclude the Bonel that her children are not uh, toeva, so it doesn't really fit into the text. And third, thirdly, it says explicitly in the Brisa that a Max Grishas, even says, There's no Kiddushin, and you don't need a get, and she's puzzle, and the child's puzzle, and we force them to divorce. And because he says it's, I guess we know every love according to Rabbi Kiva is very severe, and the condition is not even take, etc. And Chum say, not true. There's condition you need to get. She's kosher, and the Vlad is kosher. Now, who is the Vlad kosher to? Aren't we talking about Kahanim? Um, so the person says, no, maybe kosher means lakal. So the Gemara says, if that's true, then when she's kosher, she kosher to the kal. Of course, she's kosher to the kal. Why would we need to say that she's kosher to the kal? Obviously, when we say she's kosher, she's kosher to to marry a kohen. Um, as far as this iser is concerned, obviously, if she's a divorcee and you took back the divorcee, she's going to be usher for um, for that alone. But as far as a different iser being a zona, that doesn't happen. And um, anyway, so um, and if she is. Um, is uh, is 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 obviously talking about kuna? Isn't the Vlad also talking about kuna? No, just because she's talking about for kuna, she's kosher, and he's talking. The Vlad is kosher lekal, not for kuna. Hakidisa, hakidisa, and it makes more sense that it's hakidisa, hakidisa that each one is not the working the same definition of what's kshera, because the ratio was going in Rabbi Kiva, and he said that she's puzzle and the Vlad is puzzle. Obviously, who is she puzzle to? She's not puzzle to kal. She's a apostle to a kuna only. She, because that's not enough to make her also to love and be strong. Uh, so, so what's the child? So she's the kuna, and the Vlad is apostle to to kuna. What do you mean? Then, but permitted to call according to Rabbi Kiva, the Vlad's a mamzer. So obviously, the Vlad is apostle is to call. She's puzzle is to kohen. So you see, hakidis, hakidis. If in the ratio it's hakidis, hakidis. Each one is talking about its own case. So the safe as well. Okay. Um, so and even and I we had another question of hitoeva. So is it mean hitoeva ve'ain binat banel toeva? No, it's hitoeva ve'ain sarasa toeva. That it only applies to her. It doesn't affect the co-wife. 
Okay. Uh, but the banal, the children would be toivin. Okay. I, but we still have the question, what about the, the, the Kalvachomer from Amana? It's flawed. It's not a good Kalvachomer. So, so we're still back to the question. Why is there Amana? She herself, the Amana herself is Mishalelis, and that's not the case by her. She's not Mishalelis. So, um, we're back to square one. It must be that uh, you want to know what's going on over here. It's talking, uh, it, it, uh, Yosef said the name of Shem Rebbe. We're talking about somebody who's Baal Chayve Krisos. Chayve Krisos, and the Vladis, everyone will agree with Vladis Pokim. Who's the everyone? Even Rabbi Shua says that in Mamzer's only Mechayve Mises Bezdin, they need to be a higher level of severity to get Kares, I mean to get Mamzer, to get, make a Mamzer. But still, he'll agree that Chavikrisis, granted, it's not a Mamzer, but a Pogum will be, and that's the Kavacham from Amana. What are you going to say over here? Um, uh, uh, right, Amana is very limited who she's also to, and yet the child's a Pogum Likuna, so to surely over here. I, what are you going to say that Amana herself is Mishalelas? Well, guess what? Uh, by a case of, of Kares, she was, he had relations with her, that's an Israel Kares, that makes her as a Din Zaina, and she is also Pogum Likuna on that basis as well. So it fits in, and that is the drasha, and that is where we got up to yesterday. And we'll take that.